Should I quit my job? If this is the question you've been pondering, well, tune in. Hello, good people. I am Crystal Keys, and welcome to Workplace Keys to Success, a channel that brings you an unfiltered, no-nonsense approach to surviving workplace bullying. Well, over the next couple of weeks, we are going to talk about quitting a job. When is a good time? Is it a good time at all? For the purposes of this series, we're going to use quit and resign simultaneously. However, we know that it is better to resign if we can. So the question is, should I quit my job? Now, I have provided you in the past measures to stop workplace bullying. And one of the measures is implementing an ultimatum for yourself. Should you be considering disability, sick leave, a new job, or changing careers altogether? Workplace bullying is associated with an increase in sickness and absenteeism. You only have so many sick days a year. What negative health impacts have you incurred due to workplace bullying? Depression, anxiety, PTSD, loss of concentration, loss of sleep, stress, headaches, burnout, fatigue, have you heard of the dead horse theory? Is your toxic job or toxic organization the dead horse in your life? Well, across the tribal wisdom of the Dakota Indians, they believe beating a dead horse idiom, which means that is it a waste of time to continue doing something where the outcome is already decided? The tribal wisdom of the Dakota tribe passed on from one generation to the next says that when you discover that you are riding a dead horse, the best strategy is to dismount. But in modern business and modern society, heavy investment factors are taken into consideration. Other strategies are often tried with dead horses, including the following. Buying a stronger whip, changing riders, threatening the horse with termination, adopting a committee to study the horse, arranging to visit other sites or countries to see how they ride their horses, their dead horses, lowering the standards so that dead horses can be included, reclassifying the dead horse as living impaired, hiring outside contractors to ride the dead horse, harnessing several dead horses together to in increase the speed, providing additional funding and or training to increase the dead horse's performance, doing a productivity study to see if lighter riders could improve the dead horse's performance, declaring that the dead horse does not have to be fed it is less costly, carries lower overhead, and therefore contributes more to the bottom line than some other horses. Rewriting the expected performance requirements for all horses. Promoting the dead horse to a supervisor position. Do any of these strategies sound familiar to you? Accommodating the dead horse instead of making the decision to dismount. Should we defend the dead horse theory? In the face of toxic work organizations and environments, 
abuse and bullying, we make all kinds of excuses and strategies to keep riding a dead horse. If we have used the appropriate measures to mitigate and eliminate workplace bullying, should we keep staying at a job that does not deliver positive results or have our desired impact? Should we go from one dead horse or job within a toxic organization to the next? Should we make the change? But change is frightening and can cause anxiety with or without a strategy to quit a job. Sometimes we need to accept that we are riding a dead horse. Some people ride dead horses for years. If we decide to dismount, we should stand on the fact that we made the right decision. How do we make the right decision to dismount or not to dismount? Is it time to get a new horse? Well, new is not always better. Well, stay tuned. The next couple of weeks, we're gonna continue in this conversation. We will talk about warning signs that you should have in order to know if you're going to leave your job, quit your job. Well, unfortunately, ladies and gentlemen, our time is up. Thank you for tuning in and have a great work week.